Wrestling fans, are you ready? Yes, 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 yes. For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Rant Radio coming up today, May 25th, 2023. Such a stacked wrestling weekend for Memorial Day weekend. Night of Champions, NXT Battleground, double or nothing from AEW. We're getting into it all. Preview, predictions, picks for each of those shows. We will be at one of them. Unfortunately, the lesser of the three, but still a solid show. And NXT Battleground, just because it's in our backyard of Lowell, Mass. Uh, we're going to be there on Sunday night. Uh, opposite of Double or Nothing, going to have to catch up after the fact. Otherwise, I would not miss Double or Nothing for really anything else but that. But we will be on that show. I will not be in Saudi, unfortunately. I know, Mr. Marceau, it's a bummer. Uh, for Night of Champions coming up on Saturday. But we have a lot to get into here today, Mr. Marceau. Looking forward to seeing you at the show on Sunday night. NXT in lol, 2016 vibes. What's going on, brother? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm already icing the shoulder. Um, I don't think anything really, like... On anything like really annoying could happen, but I'm already icing it. You should, you should. I mean that 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 house show was a special case of mark out itis where we did not have the ambulance on standby for that show back in April of 2016. But we're back uh, in Lowell, different arena. We're at the Tonga Center this time. That's where Ring of Honor actually had their Death Before Dishonor show that Alexis and I went to last summer. Uh, still same city, same shithole that it was before. Don't tell anyone I said that, even though this is recorded. Uh, just kidding. I love Lowell. Excited to be back. Um, I will not try to blow out your shoulder this time after Finn Balor lost the NXT Championship to Samoa Joe in Lowell seven years ago. Now, we're getting old. That's crazy. Uh, we're going to get into that. We're, we'll save Battleground predictions after Night of Champions before Double or Nothing. Coming off the... I, I'm still writing off the high of Fast X, brother. I, I really enjoyed that movie. We spoke about it earlier, but uh, I, I don't know about Little Mermaid. Are you still seeing that this weekend at some point or no? Uh, probably not this weekend, but I plan on seeing it. I was going to say, you've seen all the other Disney live-action movies, right? I mean, you had high marks for uh, Mulan, as we know. Uh, Aladdin. The, the, the remake of Mulan was awful. Like, was it really? But, okay. Is that on I Disney even Plus? See it. I refuse to watch it because they changed the plot of the movie. Oh, okay. I know that came out yeah, a couple like a years sister, ago. sister, and like, they get rid of all... None of the songs are in it. Ugh. No Eddie Murphy, I'm not watching it. Exactly. You know, have you seen the Aladdin remake? It's been four years, and we've discussed this a lot. That oh, is, I, I still have not seen it. On the hashtag, you're like, oh, I like these remakes. My kid didn't even say fucking Aladdin. That's <laughs> No, I haven't seen it. I will watch it. I was again same. I'm not gonna say it's the exact same thing for me as what you just said with Mulan. But, I mean, that that original is such a classic. Like, for example, Beauty and the Beast. Would I go back and watch the original twelve times over? No. I mean, it's it's a good kids classic movie but it doesn't like get me excited that being said i love the original lion king the remake i thought was also quite good i have not seen aladdin i mean i think think the thing for me i mean you've seen the movie i haven't you can't replicate robin williams as the genie i know it's uh will smith will smith i mean i i like will smith so i'll, I'll give it a shot i won't go into it expecting to hate it's it it's the best remake they've done so far you think so easily they have the songs in it the girl that plays Jasmine's a smoke. 
Um, it's a great flick, pal. All right, I'll give it a chance. I like Beauty and the Beast a lot. I liked, um, I didn't see Aladdin, like I said. What was the other one? Oh, um, Jungle Book I've seen. I like that one. And there was another one fucking... Re- oh, I liked... Because uh, I was thinking... Like, I heard, oh, it's the best live-action remake, this Little Mermaid one, since Beauty and the Beast. And I'm thinking, well, how high is that bar? Because, like, what other movies have they even come out with? And I forgot about the Corella movie that came out with a couple of years ago. I actually really like that one, too, with, um... God, I don't remember her name. Emily something. Uh, she played the main character. I thought she was really good in that movie, so... I don't know. I- I'll give it a watch. I'm not expecting uh, I'm not expecting a classic. I'm not expecting some high hopes. I'm, I'm actually, if anything, for the Disney live-action remakes, I'm a stitch mark, so I'm looking forward to Lilo and Stitch in a couple of years. A couple of years, pal? I think it's a couple of years. I-, I don't even think they filmed it yet. I think they're still in the process of casting it. I know they're supposed to make a Moana one. I was going to say, they just fucking announced it. Like, that movie came out, like, yesterday. Why are we remaking that already? We just watched that one you and I did at your place last year. Great movie, pal. <laughs> it was a good movie. It is a good movie, so I, I don't know. Well, anything with The Rock, I am uh, I, I will typically watch that he has his handprints on, so uh, his fingerprints on, so we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. But like I said, we have a lot of wrestling to get into here today. Uh, we have... Night of Champions predictions, we'll start off with those in Saudi Arabia coming up on Saturday afternoon, starting, I think, at 1 p.m. Eastern time, an early Saturday matinee show, uh, Battleground, Double or Nothing, going opposite of each other on Sunday night. So a bit of a break between the two shows. So let's start from the bottom, work our way to the top here. They could add more matches between now and Saturday. I don't think so. Um, Triple H, one positive of these shows since he has been in charge. One, the shows have all been... Honestly, really good. Some shows have been stronger than others. Like, honestly, even Survivor Series, which we were there for, was not one of the better shows, but still a good show. We were there for Elimination Chamber, excellent show. The Rumble, a good show. Mania, I thought, was great. Backlash was Backlash was awesome. A really entertaining event earlier this month. Um, I expect this to be a pretty good show as well. We've actually had a Saudi show under Triple H's leadership. Leadership. Under his... Uh, you know, one uh, since he began running WWE creatively was uh, Crown Jewel, and that was a good show. So, I don't know, it's a pretty stacked show on paper here. We'll start with the SmackDown Women's Championship match, although it's property of Raw right now, vice versa, the Raw Women's title on SmackDown. Still no update on that, by the way. No fucking update on that. No update on the NXT Women's Tag Team titles being on the main roster. No update on... There was another one, too, like what's happening with this championship. Oh, the uh, the titles that Roman holds. He still comes out with both belts, so <laughs> there's no update on that either, pal. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, Rhea Ripley defending against Natalia. A clear-cut win here for... Uh, for uh, I almost said Natalia for Rhea Ripley, right? Yeah, I think that's... I mean, I, I don't know. There really hasn't even been a feud, so I'm not really sure why they're doing this. I guess like it's... I guess you'd call it like Rhea's second defense. I, I honestly enjoyed the Zelina for what it was, but like, have they had like really any interaction since she came out? Like... I don't think remember seeing her on Raw. I think the biggest problem with the build of this show in, in general is that it's so rushed because it's only three weeks between pay-per-views. So Rhea beat Dana Brooke on Raw, I think, last week. And then, yeah, last week. Yeah, and then Natalia came out and confronted her, and that was it. They had a backstage interaction on that same show, I believe. And then they may have interacted on Raw, I don't think in person, maybe backstage again this week. So really no build at all. I mean, the only reason why they're doing this, I think we may have mentioned this last week, there's no credible contenders right now on Raw. I mean, they need to build women up. They're they're building up Zoe, and she's not over yet, and hopefully she will be, but they're doing a decent job with her so far. But even if they do, she's a heel. Um, do, you, do you think they're just doing this? Like, maybe they're just doing it. Like, they'll introduce, like, the new belt. Like, hopefully if they have new belts, like you said, they haven't really 
acknowledge it, but maybe if they have new belts, I'll just give them out uh, that night. I mean, it makes sense. Night of Champions, they're going to like rebrand the belts or something. It would make sense. Um, just because we haven't heard anything about that doesn't mean it won't happen. Um, I would like that a lot. I, I think... I don't think we're getting a belt swap. I feel like that would be the easy option. I'm glad we're not, because that's always fucking dumb. We talk about it every year. Um, I don't think they're doing that, because they would have done it by now. That would be a pretty simple solution. I think they are going to rebrand the championships, or... The worst case scenario would be they really have no fucking clue what they're doing right now, and they're just doing it on the fly. It, it, It won't be like this forever, obviously, but it's already been a month since the draft, so they really have to figure it out soon. But Saturday would make sense. Um, either way, though... Natalia is merely a filler opponent for Rhea. They need to build up women to face Rhea. I think the ultimate opponent for her, far from a fresh face, but it is a fresh feud, is Becky Lynch. I think they probably go Rhea and Becky. I would say it's SummerSlam. We'll get to Becky and Trish in a second, but um, I think that feud extends beyond this pay-per-view. And then I think we get Rhea and Becky at SummerSlam. I'm not really sure what other options you have on Raw. There's a lot of talented people on Raw. We've talked about Ronda. We talked about her last week. I don't give two shits about her at this point. Ronda and Rhea is a fresh match. I, I don't know who could possibly care about Ronda Rousey in the main title picture right now. So, I don't know. I just... At least they're getting Rhea on the show and she's retaining, obviously. But they have a real serious issue on both brands, honestly. SmackDown as well. They need to build up new faces. Um, challenge these women because right now there's nobody. They have a lot of women, but no one that's really over is the problem. No, I agree, yeah. I mean, Becky's not a fresh face, but uh, I thought they'd extend her and Trish to to SummerSlam, but like you said, there's really don't have too many credible people for Rhea to even face right now, so, I mean, I guess you could do her and Becky. Yeah, no, so uh, I would probably do that at SummerSlam. I mean, speaking of which, Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, first time ever one-on-one on this show. Um, there's no confirmation the feud extends beyond this pay-per-view, but I'm just assuming it will. So under that assumption, Trish wins. I mean, you could have, I guess, Becky get DQ'd or something if she loses or cool or whatever, but um, I think Trish pulls out a victory. You need to have her rack up at least one win if it's going to mean anything for her to beat Trish. Now, I know Trish is a legend. She's a Hall of Famer. The problem is that, as we've talked about before, this heel run so far has not been great at all, to put it generously. I don't think current fans really care about Trish. They just don't. I mean, if anything, she hasn't been a heel in so long, but I just feel like we haven't... this current generation has not seen how great she was and she is still quite good obviously but like they're just not aware of her accomplishments and how good she was back in the day and how revolutionary she she was for the division regardless of how much they talk about it we really haven't seen it so therefore the newer fans i think just don't really care uh i'm hoping the match is good though and i hope trish wins to to get us to another match there's no reason to extend this through SummerSlam, though i think we can get another match at money in the bank maybe you're on raw to do it for another two months. After what we got in that contract signing on Monday, I'm not sure if there's enough material there to, for this to last through SummerSlam. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I just feel like it makes sense to culminate at SummerSlam, depending on what happens. Mm-hmm. But I get that as well. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know if it's just... I think it's. I don't think Trish has really had a hot run just to begin with, let alone just like the fans just don't care. Or just, Like you said, I think it's... She's, it was so long ago she was a heel, and I don't know, I just... Like, she was big for her time, but that was also, like, when women's wrestling was such an afterthought that, I mean, yeah, it's cool and all. I don't know, maybe that's why fans don't care. I'm not sure. Like, I don't think her material really has been that good either. Like, Becky's like Becky's promo on Raw was amazing, and Trish was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know if it's just, like, since she never really had to do that when she was, like, in her prime, it just never really been a strong suit for her, but... 
Uh, it just, I don't know, right now it's just not really clicking. I don't know who wins here. Like I said, I feel like, I feel like Becky would win, and if they extend it, then, like, something could happen that costs Becky. I think it's going to end in SummerSlam, so maybe that's why I'm just going with that mindset, but I think Becky's going to win. Okay. I mean, it could go either way, and you could do a rematch, and Becky wins that as well. She can go, you don't have to have the heel win. I just think it would make more sense, but either outcome is fine with me. Uh, we'll see how good the match is. I mean, we really haven't seen Trish in the ring at all. We saw we saw Lita have a couple of matches at least, at least two. Trish was only in the ring at WrestleMania. She looks fine enough, uh, and Becky's a great dance partner for her to have. So I'm looking forward to the match. Uh, you know, it's they're billing it as two of the greatest of all time, which I guess they are. Um, and again, not to take away from Trish's accomplishments at all, she is one of the greatest of all time. Is she the greatest of all time? I mean, at this point, the conversation is definitely expanded to the women of today, specifically the four horsewomen among others. Um, but she still definitely made her mark, and, and justifiably so, not just only being the best of a certain generation, which she was along with Lita, uh, you know, 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. I am looking forward to the match. I'll go Trish goes over, and uh, maybe they're both in Money in the Bank. We get the rematch at SummerSlam. That's possible. Uh, you know, Becky can carry the promo or carry the promos on the mic, the feud in the mic, but Trish, I'm just not as sold on quite yet. Uh, for the Raw Women's Championship between two SmackDown superstars, like I said earlier, Bianca Belair against Asuka, a WrestleMania rematch. I'm of two minds on this one. I like, I like the Asuka that we've gotten since the Rumble. The problem is that they haven't really, I know you agree with this, they haven't really followed up on her return to the Rumble properly. Like, she got some great reactions coming out of the Rumble. She got a great reaction at the Rumble with the face makeup. She wins Elimination Chamber. There's no character development. She just comes out with the makeup. She's still doing the dumb dancing. She, they're still having her holler and, you know, scream in Japanese. And it's not even the fact that she's speaking a different language. It's just that, that you know that they're telling her, all right, just go out there and say anything. Like, it's not even coherent. Um, she can't speak English. We know that. They're not having her do that. She doesn't have a mouthpiece or whatever. Okay, that happens. They have a great match at WrestleMania, and then she loses, and then she disappears, and now they're just doing the mess thing. This has sucked. Um, their first feud going into Mania sucked. This renewal of the rivalry has sucked. I'm sorry. I like both women a lot. I'm looking forward to the rematch. I'm sure it will be great. I think, and I think I know the answer to this, I think having her <laughs> win here and not at Mania would be very dumb. Um, to have Asuka not win when it means the most in Mania, only to have her win in the rematch is stupid. My question would have been, why the fuck would they do that? The answer is probably because they wanted to get Bianca past the record. They want to have her break the record now that she has. Okay, she can lose the championship. I don't know. I mean, and the thing is, what I'm two minds of on is the fact that I feel like we do need a new champion. I Not only do I think that, I think we, I, I know that. Bianca's been stale. I love her. She's great. She's over. She needs some real competition. Running this back, I don't think is the answer, but they don't really have many choices on SmackDown right now. I'm going to go Bianca retains, but um, I wouldn't be upset if Asuka wins. It's just like, LOL, it should have happened at WrestleMania, at least in my opinion. To me, it's kind of like Cody and Roman. Not exactly. That was a lot dumber, but um, I just don't understand not having Asuka when it means, or having her win when it mattered most in Mania as opposed to on this show coming up on Saturday. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm just not really feeling Asuka at all. Like, when she lost the Mania, I'm like, okay, good, we'll move on. The problem, like you said, there just really isn't too many people on SmackDown that are, like, really, like, ready for it. I feel like both brands really isn't, like, of, like too many main contenders. That be like, oh, yeah, like, give them the shot they could possibly win. With Bianca, I like Bianca a lot. Like I said, I feel like she does need a little bit. Like, she's just, 
I guess my biggest problem with Bianca, like, someone can literally go and, like, kill her whole family and she'll come out the next day skipping and smiling and twirling the hair. Like, <laughs> she seems to have, like, a little edge to her. I think that's one thing about her that I, I wish, like, she kind of developed. Like, she gets missed by Oscar. She's just, like, all happy giddy coming to the ring. Like, are you ever mad? Like, do you care? Like, I don't know. It's, like, too much baby face, if you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Um, but I honestly, like you said, with Oscar, I feel it's, like, pretty much what we got with her before the makeup and, like, the kind of new transition. She's just dancing, blabbering in Japanese, doing the mist again. I'm kind of over it. I, I I prefer Bianca win. I feel like Oscar's going to win, but I prefer Bianca to win. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like, okay, if you were going to put the belt on Asuka, you'd do it at Mania. Now that they haven't, I don't really want to see it happen now, but again... Well, the other question is, do you think they have Bianca retained solely because... Not because they don't want to put the belt on Asuka, but more so because they want to keep the belt on Bianca for when Charlotte comes back? And Charlotte was a babyface the last time we saw her, but... I mean, now that Bianca's on SmackDown, they have their top face in her. They don't really need Charlotte as the top babyface anymore. She can go back to being heel for the upteenth time, so... Do you think that's the ultimate attraction for them on SmackDown right now? That's a match I'm looking forward to. I'm just thinking they're going to keep the belt on Bianca, have her continue to reign for over a year... And then Charlotte ends at LOL at probably SummerSlam. Honestly, no, and then probably. I don't want to see that, but I, I wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, it would get Charlotte one reign closer to 16. Um, I think she's at 14 now. I could be wrong. I yeah, she's not. at 14. Okay, I, I have no fucking clue. I lost track eight reigns ago. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I want the match. I just don't want Charlotte to be the one to end the reign. I feel like it'd be cool if they really built someone up, not Asuka, um, if they were going to do Oscar Mania would have been it, like I said. At this point, I want to see someone newer from SmackDown beat Bianca. Again, who that is, I, I don't know. They really don't have any options at all. Um, that's a problem, and that's what they need to work on. They have a lot of new women. The problem is they're not really putting the effort into getting them over. They are with Zoe Stark now, which is great. Video packages, promos, wins, showcasing her skill set. All right, let's do that with everyone else. Like, where was that same effort with... Candace and with Tegan and Meechin and Emma well, and all I these other like ones. They had like Piper and, and Candace on, but people just didn't care. I feel like it. it not consistently, though. I don't think. What? Not consistently. That's the problem. I agree, but not consistently. Why? I feel like they had like Piper and Candace and Nikki were on TV like we like every week for some on Raw. All right. Well, let's put it this way. I don't want to be <laughs> nitpicky. I I don't want to be nitpicky. I'm not saying they're not on the show ever, but I feel like they're if they're on the show. They were just on the show. Candace, I think, lost their first match back within, like, fucking two weeks. She lost the, like, damage control, which was already damaged goods even to that point. Like, I just feel like they're all victims of 50-50 booking. Piper, I agree with. They did try for a couple of weeks, and again, not consistently. We haven't seen her on the show in, like, two months. Like, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the fans do have a little bit to, to blame on some of this, but I, agree. I do agree they should, they should focus on more women. We can't just go to the well every time. No, we get, the, the division, for as great of a job as WWE has done with Bianca and Rhea, and they deserve all the props in the world for those two in the last couple of years, they need more women that are over beyond them. I mean, it can't always just go back to Charlotte and Bailey and Becky. I mean, they have Liv on SmackDown. She's on Raw. Raw now. Fuck, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, what Raquel, was I mean, Raquel could use a... I feel like Raquel could have a... If they she loses the belts, if you go on a single run. On Raw? She's on Raw now, too. Yeah. Yeah, she could. Yeah, no, I think she could. I think, I think, yeah, well, Liv's been around forever. I mean, they could, they they should do more with her, obviously, but considering how she's still over despite being a fucking, being booked like a loser. Raquel, I think, has potential. I agree with that. Um, Io, I mean, still is someone that 
I see a lot of potential in, and they had something at Backlash, and they just haven't really followed up on it. I mean, I assume the split is still coming, and I, I assume Dakota's injury, and she's out with an ACL, which sucks. Uh, she'll be out for a long time. That sucks. But uh, hopefully that kind of accelerates the damage control split. Maybe they could turn EO and turn her face, and she can feud with Bailey for a couple, you know, a month or two, whatever. I feel like that would make a lot of sense. Um, Intercontinental Championship, Gunter against Mustafa Ali. I know we could say Gunter wins LOL. Listen, it's WWE. Anything can happen. Do I see a small chance that Ali could win? Sure. Will he win? No. Do I think he should win? Absolutely not. Um, I think it'd be very dumb to have Gunter come this far as champion only to have him lose. I won't spend too much time on this because I don't think he is losing. Uh, it should be a good match if it's competitive. The only reason this is on the show, I think, the only reason it should be on the show is if it's competitive. It's if, a, if it's if a straight-up squash, then who gives a fuck? Like, if it's over in two seconds, then what was the point? It should have been on Raw. So I know Ali are, he's a joke. Like, I get it. But they really want to make this worthwhile. They'll make it a good match because I think they're capable of that. But I think Gunther wins either way. Yeah, I think Gunther wins here. I mean, I saw people saying Ali, like, dude, stop. If he wins, <laughs> it's a fucking joke. I mean, they haven't really built him up at all. He came back and won, like, two matches, and now he's just going to beat Gunther. No, thank you. He's not even on the roster, technically. Isn't he a free agent? I mean, that doesn't even make any sense. We talked about that last week. So, And not only that, too, they're kind of doing what they did with Gunther, Braun, and Ricochet last year, where Ricochet won the tournament, and he faced Gunther before Braun, but Braun was the one they were setting up to face Gunther for a few months. So I feel like that's what they're doing right now with Ali being the filler opponent, but they're building to Riddle, and Riddle will get the next opportunity probably at Money in the Bank, which is, to me, the bigger attraction. So I'm looking forward to that match. Um, the top three main events, they're calling it a three main event show. Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes is, again, a singles match. I don't know why. Um, very weird. I'm not really sure why they're doing this. Maybe they'll turn it into a fight! Tomorrow at the, at the uh, press conference. <laughs> they might. They might. They could add a stipulation <laughs> on SmackDown. I would not be surprised. What have did you, you do? Look face? at my face. What did you say? I was going to say, have you seen his face? Oh, I, I got to go back and watch that club. That kills me every time. I mean, on Raw, he mumbled, like, fight, like, 20 times. Like, fight! <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Brock lately. I, I really don't. <laughs> uh, Comedy writers must have got to him or something. They must know. have. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so bad. He was all over Raw this week attacking Cody Rhodes. They're really giving Cody an out for losing. I mean, listen, Cody had an out for losing in Hell in the Cell last year, and he still beat Seth Rollins. So it's not impossible that Cody wins here. I think it, it feels like, and I've said this before, the feud has peaked. They should end it on Saturday. They won't. It feels like they're going to drag it out through either Money in the Bank or SummerSlam, and I just I don't like that. I don't like the 50-50. I, I think in this case, Cody can win twice, and it's okay. Um... I know you could say, oh, the Superman booking, it makes no sense. Why would Cody win if he's fucking, like, his arm is about to fall off? They did the same thing with Seth Rollins and Brock a couple of years ago, and, and Rollins still won. So, I mean, I, I personally, I would have Cody win and end this shit and move on. Uh, they're not going to. I'm picking Brock to win here. Oh, Brock wins LOL. Uh, hopefully it's a fight, and then <laughs> he can win that way. Um I mean, Cody, said Cody could win, but literally if he beats him, Brock looks like, like the biggest puss ever. I think Brock kind of needs wins. He's lost a ton. I mean, yeah, he beat Omos, but I don't know. I feel like he's starting to lose his mystique a little bit. I'd have Brock win. Yeah, I mean, he's he's unquestionably lost his mystique in the last year. Not a lot, but he's lost it a little bit. I mean, he's lost to Roman three times. He lost to Bobby at least once. He lost to, uh, you know, Cody at the last pay-per-view. So he's lost a handful of times he lost in the Rumble. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to say needs the win, but I wouldn't mind if he won because I, I get it, especially after the angle they did on Monday's Raw. 
Undisputed WWE Tag Team Titles. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defending against the Bloodlines at Roman Reigns and Solo Zagoa. Um, I'm thinking Owens and Zayn win here, and anyone saying, oh, it's so obvious that they win, I don't think so. I think there is a chance that Roman and Solo could win. I think that'd be fucking dumb. Roman's not even around, so he's not defending those things. He probably won't ever even lose them. Um... Perfect scenario, the Usos get involved, and they can get involved. Anyone thinking, oh, what about the DUI shit? They were on Crown Jewel. They were at Crown Jewel in November, so they, they can be on the Saudi shows. They've been on plenty of them. They can interfere here and inadvertently cost Roman and Solo the win. Solo gets pinned. Owens and Zayn finally give them their comeuppance, retain the titles, and that's how you should do it. Roman and Sammy, or Roman and Solo could win. I don't think they will, but I'm going Owens and Zayn here. What about you? Yeah, I think Owens and Zayn won here. I think, like you said, I think Usos... Accidentally costing the win, continuing the the uh, bloodline fraction, and I mean, I don't, I don't think I don't want the, I don't want Roman and Solo win. Like you said, Roman's never around to begin with. He doesn't need to be tag team champion. I think it's ridiculously dumb that Roman's not defending his world championship on the thousandth day coming up on Saturday. That is just I I can't even tell you how stupid that is. Um, but still, it is what it is, and the match is still intriguing, but it should be a good match, and hopefully Owens and Zayn walk away with the win. And then the tournament finals, that should be the main event. I'm not convinced that it is, but listen, if you really want to make this championship feel important, and so far they haven't done the greatest job just simply by introducing the title, you have the World Heavyweight Championship tournament finals close out the show. Because it also is, you know, I honestly don't think this is predictable. And I'm not just saying that, oh, Rollins filmed the movie and he might not be around. No, not even that. I think there's a chance you can have AJ win and then go to Raw, bring the OC with him, and then trade either Rollins or um, Cody to SmackDown in return. They, Triple H even made a point to say during the draft, trades can happen. And that hasn't happened yet. I don't think it really should unless it's really necessary. And this could be a case of that. And honestly, not even that, and I've said this before, this could be AJ's last shot at a real-world title. Could he face Roman at some point? Yeah, he's not going to beat Roman, though. This honestly could be his last real run as a main eventer <clears throat> in the top title picture. If Rollins loses, he can always go back for the belt next month or at SummerSlam or at WrestleMania. He'll be fine. AJ does not have a lot of time left, and I feel like this could be it. He can still go. I feel like they'll go in there and have a great match. I'm not mad if Rollins wins. Rollins deserves this as well. Um, my pick is Rollins. I'm just making a case for AJ walking out as champion. I'm maintaining Rollins will become the inaugural champion, though. Well, what say you? Uh, I think it's Rollins. I mean, like you said, he it could it be AJ? Yeah. Um, I feel like they, they're just like, the way that they're pushing Seth or they're like putting the aura around Seth, they feel like he just has, not that he has to win, but I just think it makes the most sense. Um, I mean, AJ winning would be nice too, but I feel like Seth's the most over guy that's there constantly. They say the belts like to be defended everywhere and whatever they, however they advertise this, this belt. So I, I would put it on Seth. Yeah, and I'm also just thinking now, um, if Rollins loses, what do you do with him? You know, he's not going after the Intercontinental Championship. I mean, I guess he could, but I don't want him to go after the Intercontinental Championship. That would be silly and a step below him, although that championship is prestigious right now. There's not many other top heels on Raw for him to feud with. Even if he does become champion, I said this on Hashtag, who would you have be Rollins' first challenger? Theories on SmackDown. We've already seen that a bunch anyway. Miz is... A joke. Let's not even go there. Um, you have Bronson Reed. He's not real ready yet. Um, Finn Balor, maybe, but we saw that recently. I said Damian Priest. Brock's an option, but no thanks. We've seen that a, a bunch, too. 
I would go with uh, Damian Priest. But is there anyone that you're willing to see if AJ, or rather Rollins, becomes champion, or even AJ too, step up and face him for the championship? Um, I heard you say Priest. I like Priest. I think that's a good option. Um, I'd hold off on Walter, probably Bronson Reed a little bit longer. I just mm-hmm. feel like they need a little bit more time to develop, but uh, I think the, uh, Priest would be like the first perfect person. Yeah, and he won't win, but he can go in there and have a great match and you know, benefit from being in there with a main eventer for a world title. I feel like that would be, you know, it's not SummerSlam. I think it would make sense, and I'd be totally fine with that. So that's Night of Champions in a nutshell for Saturday. Like I said, I'm looking forward to that show. That's Saturday afternoon. Get a bit of a break before uh, Double or Nothing in Battleground on Sunday night. We'll start with Battleground, which, like I said, we will be at on Sunday night in Lowell. Um, I'm hoping I actually go. I, I texted you this a couple days ago. I would love to go back to Double or Nothing next year. Five years since we were there last time. I uh, haven't been to Vegas myself since I was there for SummerSlam in 2021. The first time and the only other time was with you four years ago now. I mean, actually, you mentioned this the other day. Double or Nothing four years ago today, Mr. Marcel. That's crazy. Dude, that seems like it's so long ago. Yeah, I mean, honestly... I could, I could go both ways. I, I feel like it, it does feel like forever ago. You have AC and BC, before COVID and after COVID. It was before COVID, so it feels like an eternity. But um, not only that, but I just feel like it was not that long ago at all. So that's crazy. I know you're itching to get back to Vegas. You were also there without me, though. You were there for a family thing for your sister's wedding or something, right? Or for a bachelor party yeah, we or something? for Dennis's 30th birthday. Birthday party, okay. So, hey, double or nothing 2024. Keep it on the table. It's a possibility. Anything's possible, pal. Hey, listen, boys trip 2024, book it. Anything anything for another boys trip in Vegas would be uh, would be quite the time. Make sure now, now we know our way around a little bit better, especially me, because I didn't love it the first time. Now that I'm there for a little bit more time, I know where to go and what to do. And, uh, yeah, don't have anyone fucking bothering me as I walk out of the arena as they did the last time four years ago. But, oh, hey, you know, it comes with the territory. Um, Kids still crying about that. Hey, it was you, you didn't help the situation. I'll put it that way. Who? I was trying to walk away, and the guy kept fucking talking to me. And you were talking to him, but it just didn't help. I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, bro. That that dumbass. Hope he's doing well wherever that guy is. But anyway, we'll start with Battleground coming up on Sunday first. Um, let's see NXT Heritage Cup Championship British Round Rules Match. They used to do these on NXT UK. Now they're doing it on Sunday. I mean, the title means nothing. Uh, I mean, I know because I've watched NXT UK. The title means nothing. The matches aren't really exciting to get into. They're like rounds. It's silly. Um, it's a lot of start and stops. I think just putting Noam Dar and Dragon Lee in there would be the smarter option because more people would get into the match, and I feel like they could have a real kick-ass match, and maybe they will anyway. I don't know. I mean, here's what I don't understand. Noam Dar lost a non-title match on Tuesday's NXT to Nathan Frazier. But he's facing Dragon Lee here. I don't think Dragon Lee wins. I don't think Noam Dar is losing back-to-back matches. I think Noam Dar is going to win. But Dragon Lee, it's like, okay, he was in the North American title match at Stand and Deliver. Didn't really stand out. He had a good showing, but he didn't really stand out. He lost. And then I think he faced Nathan Frazier soon after, and he beat him. But then he lost to J.D. McDonough, who's on Raw now. It's like, okay. And then he's losing to Noam Dar here, most likely. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, can we give this guy some wins? Like, it just doesn't make much sense. Uh, I think Noam Dar wins, though. I feel like that's the wrong outcome, but that's what I got. That's why I have it going over. Yeah, no, I think... I don't know. I feel like Dragon Lee's new, so it makes sense for him to win. I mean, I'm not the biggest Noam Dar fan. I feel like he peaked, like, five years ago. Um, I'll go with Dragon Lee. I don't think he should lose this soon. I don't think he should, but I unfortunately think that he will. 
Um, NXT Tag Team Titles, Gallus, Mark Coffey, Wolfgang defending against the Creed Brothers. So, the Creed Brothers have already gotten, I think, two opportunities at the tag titles. I don't think they got a title shot at... They've done a lot of multi-team matches in recent months. I don't think they were in the one in February. I think they were in the one at Stand and Deliver, and they lost. And they did a triple threat tag team title match in NXT a couple of weeks ago, and they lost that too. So I think they'll win here. Gallus have already beaten a lot of other teams. They're a decent team. I think the Creed Brothers take the titles here and become two-time NXT champions. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, I feel like you just keep the belts on Gallus, I would say. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like them. I think the Creed Brothers had their time. I was honestly shocked they didn't call up in the draft. Yeah, me too. Um, so I would just, I'm sticking with Gallus. I like them. I just think it'd be. I think the. I just don't want to put it back on the Creeds. Like I, said, I thought they were going to get called up. So. Yeah, no, I'm surprised they haven't already. Maybe they will. Maybe after this match or in a couple of months or whatever, I could still see that being the case. But uh, I, I wouldn't mind another run for them. They didn't get a too long of a run the first time. It was only like two or three months. I mean, it gets, you could say the same thing with Gallus. They've only been champions two or three months. So um, either one would be fine with me. But I'm preferring personally the Creed brothers. Last man standing match. Ilya Dragunov and Dijak. This should be a fucking awesome match. Um, Dijak, back in Lowell, he's a, a Massachusetts native, so to see him on the show is pretty cool. Dragunov is always great, so it really doesn't matter who wins here. Uh, they had a match in NXT a couple of weeks ago that Dragunov won by DQ. He's the one that they're really pushing. Dijak's really just there to put other people over, a la Apollo Crews. I'm thinking Dragunov wins here and gets one step closer to either the North American title or the NXT championship itself. Yeah, I would go with Dragunov here as well. Uh like I said, Dijak at this point is basically Apollo Crews Jr. I know Alexis doesn't like that, but sorry, it's the truth. <laughs> uh, he's not winning here, pal. Um, I got Ilya. That should be a good match, though. Uh, NXT North American Championship Triple Threat Wesley, Tyler Bate, and Joe Gacy. Who's really good in the ring, but the schism or whatever, however you pronounce it, sucks. The, the act is just terrible. Um, half of the group doesn't even want to be in the company anymore, so that tells you how bad it is. Um, this should be a good match. Wesley's been. Honestly, to my recollection, in the last five years, this championship has been around the best North American champion this brand has ever had. I mean, he's had a lot of great title defenses, uh, consistent title defenses against a variety of opponents. I would have him win here. I have a bad feeling Joe Gacy's going to win. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Joe Gacy as the new champ. I think Joe Gacy becomes champion. I would not have him win the title. Um, I, Tyler Bate winning would be cool. Tyler Bate has been in the, in the system for like, 10 years now. Like, let's let's get him up to the main roster, but whatever. I'm thinking Joe Gacy wins, but I would prefer a Wesley retention or Tyler Bate win here instead. But I'm, I'm going Joe Gacy. Gacy's so bad. The, the whole gimmick's so bad, I can't pick him. I'll go Bate. <laughs> I'll go Bate here. I just... Gacy, the whole, like the whole schism thing, it's just terrible. Please stop. Listen, I'll say this, though. The act and the character sucks, but... um. He's good enough in the ring where I'm looking forward to the match. I think these guys will go in there and have a great triple threat. Wesley doesn't disappoint. Bates awesome as well. So I have no doubt this will be a quality match. I just fear the outcome will be what I'm expecting with a Gacy win here. Uh, we go to the finals of the NXT Women's Championship Tournament. Lyra Valkyria against Tiffany Stratton. So uh, Tiffany beat Roxanne Perez on Tuesday. Lyra beat Cora Jade. So some people were thinking, oh, it might be Roxanne and Cora. I, that would have been a stronger match. I didn't really want that match, though, just because it wouldn't have been a... I mean, it would have been a stronger match. It hasn't been that long since they feuded for that to feel like that should be the finals. And I don't think Cora Jade would have won anyway. I think Roxanne probably would have won. 
Uh, this is fresh. Tiffany's the champ. I mean, I talked to her earlier today. She's doing a lot of media right now. She's the woman they're really putting the uh, belt on and, and just strapping the rocket behind her and just pushing her to the moon. And rightfully so. She's improved a lot. She's got a decent character now. Um, she can talk. And Lyra, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've seen her in NXT UK. She's good, but like nothing really stands out about her. She's a good worker. No one fucking cares. Like, not Tiffany, but Cora attacked her on Tuesday. The crowd cheered. And she went after the knee, and the crowd was like, one more time. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's not good. So I think Tiffany goes over here and becomes a new champ, as she should. Yeah, I think I, I think it's Tiffany wins here. I don't know too much of Lyra Valkyria. Um, what I've seen her, like I said, I think she's pretty good. She seems kind of generic, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, it seems like she's kind of there. I feel like, I feel like Stratton should have won that stand and deliver anyway. So, I mean, yeah, they had uh, Indy, or what was it? What, what did they just face? Not stand and deliver. Was it spring break? Or? Oh, spring breaking, yep. Yeah, she should have just won there realistically, yeah, but she didn't. Um, but yeah, I would have I would have Stratton win here. I think Valkyra's good. I just it's just not her time. Yeah, I know. I mean, honestly, it would have been for me between Stratton and Cora Jade. Cora Jade, you could put the belt on right now, and I feel like it would be perfectly acceptable. I know you're you're a big Cora Jade fan as well. Um, it was between the two. I would just put it on on Stratton. I would still put the belt on Cora eventually. It would have to be after Tiffany has her run, so it won't be for a while. We get to the main event. Uh, Carmelo Hayes defending the NXT Championship in his backyard of law against Braun Breaker rematch from Stand and Deliver. I've liked the build of the match. Breaker is just so much better as a heel. Um, Hayes is a natural heel, but he's been playing the babyface role well enough. Um, he's awesome as well. I'm looking forward to this match. I think it would be silly to put the belt back on Breaker. He would get a lot of heat for it, I'm sure, in Massachusetts and uh, where Hayes is from. But, um, you know, I don't really think this needs to be a three-match program. You could just have Hayes win decisively here and Breaker moves on either either to the main roster or to another program. What that would be, I don't know. I'm thinking Hayes retains. um, Unless you want, like, Cena one-night stand-type heat with Breaker. I mean, it's NXT at this point. Like, who gives a shit? But if Breaker becomes champion... You're going to get a lot of heat, which is what they want, I get. I understand they want that, but uh, I think Hayes retains. That's the right outcome for this matchup. Yeah, I think Hayes should retain. Uh, I, mean, I know you got to put the heat on the heels, but I don't think Breaker should win here. Um, so I, I'd go with, I would go with with Hayes. I think it's just, I don't know, I think he deserves like a decent reign and just flip-flopping the belt would kind of suck, honestly. Yeah, no, I agree. And they could always put the belt back on him, but to play hot potato when it's not really necessary. Eh, I don't know. So I'd have Hayes win. And uh, that's the card in a nutshell. That's six matches. I don't think they'll add any more. That's a solid six for uh, for Saturday, for rather Sunday night in Lowell. So I'm looking forward to that show. And it's a pretty it's a pretty decent show. You get a last minute standing match, five title matches, you know, definitely some title changes, specifically with the NXT women's title. So it's not going to be NXT Lowell from 2016, the house show that we were at where, I, like I said earlier, Joe beat Balor for the NXT Championship in shocking fashion. It won't quite be that, but it should still be a fun time regardless. Uh, we jump to Double or Nothing that same night, same time, different place in Vegas. Uh, we have a nine-match card as of right now. They could always, they probably will, add more uh, on Rampage. I don't know if they're going to do any buy-in matches. I don't think Revolution had any buy-in matches. They either had, I think they had one, actually. They may have had one in the past, they've had, like, fucking four. Like, that's just, that's stupid. Um, one would be fine. None would be even better. Um, nine matches right now. I could think of a couple matches on this show that could have been on the pre-show. 
uh, specifically the six-person tag match and the TBS title match. But let's go through it here, start our way from the bottom, work our way to the top, like I said earlier. Um, with said matches, Ethan Page and the Guns against the Hardys and Isaiah Cassidy, or, I'm sorry, actually, it says here on Wikipedia, it says Hook. Uh, so Hook's in the match. I don't know if that was changed or if that was always the case. I think Isaiah Cassidy got hurt. I remember seeing that. I don't I don't remember the change. But anyway, that's what it says here on Wikipedia. If the Hardys win, Matt, Oney, Matt Hardy rather will own Ethan Page's contract. I know this was a match you weren't even aware of until I brought it up before we started the show. Who could possibly care? They already did Final Deletion or whatever the fuck it was. Firm Deletion. Let, let's just move on. I think the Hardys will win and the shit will continue. But yeah, it is what it is. Who cares? Yeah, I don't really care. Like you said, I think the Hardys win. Not like it really matters, but yeah. TBS title match, Jade Cargill, Taya Valkyrie. They had a match on TV about a month ago. Jade won in kind of weird, fluky fashion. At that point, Valkyrie couldn't use her finisher, and this one I guess she can. I I don't fucking know. Um, the problem is that I, I like Taya a lot. I like Jade a lot. The problem is that they did the feud. They weren't even really in Dynamite to begin with, but they did the feud, had the match, then they disappear for a month. And then they rekindle it on Rampage a week ago. And Ty was on the show this week, which is great. But they have done nothing to make people care about this match. So the fans are sitting on their hands on, on Sunday. If people are into it, then great. But if fans are sitting on their hands, it's not their fault. Maybe the match isn't even that good. But I don't think it's their fault at all. It's the build and how much it sucked and how much of an afterthought it's been. It, it has never been more obvious now that Jade has surpassed 500 days as champion that they are waiting for Chris Statlander to come back and beat her for that title. Whether you like it or not, that seems to be the direction they're going in. Uh, henceforth, Taya loses here. What What about you? What, what do you say? Yeah, I think Jade wins at this point. I mean, I thought when they brought Taya in, they were going to push her better. I mean, I thought there was a chance she'd be the one to beat Jade. Not like I really wanted to see it, but kind of the way they had pushed it, I was like, oh, maybe she'll be the one to beat Jade. Clearly not. Um, I mean, Statlander's good, but, I mean, holding up the division for, like, months just for her to win it, I mean, it seems kind of silly if you ask me, but... So that's what you guess. I guess that's what you want. That's what you're gonna get. Months. I mean, I think they held it up for a year, dude. I think if the original plan was indeed to have Statlander win, which Tony has never confirmed, because why would he? If that's still the plan, why would he say that? Um, I think the plan would have been to have her win it all out last year. So if she comes back, and I don't even know if she's coming back anytime soon. I've heard fucking nothing. Let's say she even comes back this weekend. They're not going to do the match until at least June or July. That's still almost close to a year since all out of last year. That's at least nine or ten months. That's fucking ridiculous. And it's not like Jade, in her defense, it's not really her fault, but it's not like she's been out there having these great kick-ass matches. Her reign has regressed. I mean, she was having some pretty good matches early on, but we haven't seen her do shit in forever. Um, this Taya feud has kind of gotten her on TV a little bit more, but like the feud with the baddies, who cares? Like Stuff like that, who gives a shit? Um, I assume she wins here, retains the title, and we move on. After that, we have the 21-man Blackjack Battle Royal for the AEW International Championship. So, to my knowledge, they have announced everyone in the match, according to Wikipedia here. And now I assume they either put this up in the graphic, or they announced these people on Rampage. I don't think... Oh, fuck, my phone almost fell over. Um, I don't think they announced these people on Dynamite. I, I thought Rampage was going to be live this week. I guess not. Uh, whatever. So, according to Wikipedia, this is accurate. It includes Orange Cassidy, Ricky Starks, remember that one, The Butcher, The Blade, Bandito, Commander, 
Lee Moriarty, Big Bill, Ari <clears throat> Devari, Tony Nese, Chuck Taylor. No, this is not dark, by the way. Trent Beretta, Kip Sabian, Ray Phoenix, Penta El Zero Miedo, Swerve Strickland, Jay White, Keith Lee. Remember all those names. Uh, Juice Robinson, Brian Cage, and Dustin Rhodes. Uh, listen, I've, I've said to you before, I know you disagree. I think what they're doing with Orange Cassidy is great. The guy's over, he's out there having good matches. He kicked out of like five tombstones this week. That was terrible. But other than that, I like what they're doing with him. To have my bigger takeaway from this match, Starks is in there. Jay White is in there. Keith Lee is in there in Swerve Strickland. Yes, the international title means more than the TNT title. It is basically their new mid-card title. To have Jay White in a fucking battle royal with Arya Daivari and, and Chuck Taylor and Kip Sabian is inexcusable. I'm sorry, but it is. I mean, Keith and, and um, what's his name? Swerve have been feuding for like 10 years. The fact they're not having a match on the show is stupid. The fact that Jay White and, and, and uh, Ricky aren't having a match on the show, but like Ethan Page and the Hardys are, what, what are we doing here? This is ridiculous. So I think Orange Cassidy wins, unless Miro enters and wins the whole thing. I think Cassidy retains the title. But the fact that, like, Jay White's even in this thing is so fucking dumb to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I saw the list. I was going to text it. I was like, I'll wait to talk to him. But <laughs> when I saw Jay White and, like, Keith Lee, I mean, I'm kind of, I think Keith Lee's just dead at this point. But, I mean, once I saw those names, I was like, sheesh, this is rough. I mean, I don't get it. No, I don't get it I really at all. don't. I mean, how do you expect people to care about these people in a battle royale that no one, that, no, that like, there's a bunch of losers and a bunch of random guys that are, like, in the mid-card that, like, they don't know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It's just, I mean, I think Orange is going to win, I guess. I mean, I don't think he's going to lose. Just, I don't know. I think it's just negligent booking, but... I don't know. If you have a pay-per-view and you only have a couple pay-per-views a year, I think you would think Jay White and Ricky Starks would be a bigger priority. I mean, Ricky just beat Chris Jericho at the last pay-per-view, and now he's competing for the international title. I mean, listen, I think the international title feels important now, but you also have, is it really that important when you have fucking Big Bill in there and Arya Daivari and people like that? I mean, come on. Honestly, just put the title on the line in another ladder match, and I don't want to hear, oh, they already have enough ladder matches. We're already getting one on this show. We're getting one with the uh, TNT title, Wardlow and Christian Cage. Getting out of that match. I'm looking forward to this because I think it'll be a good match. Uh, Cage is the perfect fit as TNT champion. The problem is that I don't want it to come at the expense of Wardlow. Wardlow, the start and stop pushes have completely murdered his momentum. He has very little at this point. He has to win. If he loses again, he might as well just ask Tony for his release. I mean, come on. He's lost so many times already. He's got to win here. I like Christian a lot. I wouldn't be upset if he lost. I would be more upset if, if if Wardlow lost than if Christian Cage won, if that makes sense. But I think Wardlow retains as he should. Yeah, Wardlow should retain. I think he will. Um, if, if, if he lost again, I mean, Jesus Christ, they flip-flopped their belt a thousand times. Um, I think Wardlow wins. What do you do with him next? Does he face Luchasaurus? I guess. Um, but I think, I think Wardlow should win. Yeah, Wardlow should win. Uh, they have a decent enough mid-card. They can figure out how to, you know, where to go from here. Um, I don't know. They got to use the mid card better. Putting Jay White and, and Keith in that dumbass battle royal to me makes no sense. But Wardlow should win here. I think he will. AEW World Tag Team titles Mark Briscoe, the special guest referee for FTR against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. I don't know what dirt Jeff and Jay have over Tony Khan, but this is, I think, their fourth tag team title shot since January. And they were on full gear. 
They were at Revolution. They're on this show. There's a lot of people that are not consistently wrestling on these pay-per-views, but Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett are. I love Jay Lethal. And honestly, Jeff Jarrett's been a really good signing, though. But they shouldn't be all over the show as much as they have been, I don't think. At least this group. There's a million of them. Who gives a shit? Um, the feud's been fine. I don't really care about it, but they're telling a story with Mark Briscoe. Okay, it gets Mark on the show. Um, FDR could do better than this. They just won the belts a month and a half ago. They haven't, I don't think they've defended them once. I don't think they've had one title defense since they became champions in early April. I mean, that's just ridiculous. So I think they win here. Um, and Jeff and Jay also contended for the international title too. How could I forget about that? Um, I think FTR retain and that's that. What say you? <laughs> At this point, I, I don't know. I fear, I, I honestly have a, I have like a bad feeling that Jay and Jay and Jeff are going to win here. Um, I don't know, I feel like Mark Briscoe could turn on FTR and they win. I don't know. I, I hope FTR win, but I have like a like my stomach's like curdling right now thinking about Jeff and Jay winning. I mean, I said this to you before, you get a million title shots, you're bound to win eventually, right? I guess so. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go with Jeff and Jay. I, I mean I almost threw up saying it, but <laughs> I think they're gonna win. Yeah, I think it'll be a good match. Uh, at the very least. If it's not the outcome that I want, it'll at least be a good match. Uh, I have FDR going over, though. We move on to the AEW Women's World Championship match. Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm. Jamie Hayter's hurt, I think. I think they've they've said that on the show, and it's been reported. Her arm is still, I don't know, broken or injured or what the fuck's going on, but I think she's still hurt. So, Tony could win here. I'm going to still stick with Jamie. Um, I don't think you put the, I don't think you take the title off Jamie just to put it right back on Tony. That's pretty silly to me. Uh, it doesn't even make sense. I think they're holding out for Jamie and Soraya at All In in England. It just makes sense. Um, I think Jamie wins here. The match should be good if nothing else. I mean, the title's kind of an afterthought in this Outcasts AEW original storyline, which I'd rather have a title match than a fucking six-woman tag, I'll tell you that much. Uh, I think Jamie retains even though she's hurt. Maybe Tony wins the title, but I just don't see really what that accomplishes. Yeah, I mean, it just really depends on how hurt she is. Um... But I think you keep the belt on on Hater. I like Hater a lot. I feel like from momentum, it's just like pretty much anyone else. Once she won the belt, she became less relevant than she did before. Uh, her brain's kind of just been like there. I mean, been more like Brit's like sidekick than actually the champion. So I hope she's okay. I hope she wins here. I don't want to put the belt back on Soraya or on Tony. You know what? I would have been fine honestly with the title change here if it was Ruby Soho. Like Tony already got her run. No, no, no. No, why no? I'd rather Tony win than Sor- I'm over so she's got a th- right. If you get enough chances, you win, right? That's what you said. So give what you give Soho her seventh title shot, and she finally won. Yeah, no, I'd rather have her finally win than Tony getting. The- I like Tony a lot, but I feel like she already had her run too, and Soraya is just not really ready for that at this point. Mm, that just means I like Tony more, so I'd put it on her. But All right. yeah. All right. Well, hopefully Hater retains. But I'm sorry, did you say pick Hater or Tony? I picked Hater. Okay, okay. We Hater's move on. Hate. Hater's gonna hate. Um, Anarchy in the Arena, Blackpool Combat Club, the Elite, made official last week. I told you this, I think. I don't think we talked about it last week. It makes sense. They did it last year. I get it. They've done these gimmick bullshit matches for the last three, four years now during COVID, not during COVID. I get it. It's more exciting than a standard eight-man tag, and they're not going to do blood and guts, so this is what we're left with. Um... I fucking hated last year's match. I know that's not a popular opinion. I thought it was terrible. Um, and I've seen a lot of the ECW-type brawls. I wasn't watching 25, 30 years ago, but I thought those were bad, too. This was no different. 
Um, I think Blackpool Combat Club win. Uh, if they're going to do blood and guts, why would you have the baby faces win here and then the heels win there? I mean, I guess. Um, I guess they did that with... Uh, I don't remember. They've done these like multi-man matches so many times, they all kind of blend together at this point. But I think Blackpool Combat Club will win, keep the elite in chase mode, so to speak, and that's that. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I think the Blackpool Combat Club... I mean, I don't think they'll win. I think if you're going to keep... I feel like the elite should win. I mean, they've been getting their ass kicked for like months. I, I mean, this match I could literally could care less who wins. I hope both teams lose honestly at this point. But, uh, <laughs> the match just ends. It just ends in a draw at this point. But no, I think I think you have the elite win here. Yeah, no, I think the elite win. Oh no, I'm sorry. I think the Blackpool Combat Club win. Do you think the feud continues with War Games or no? I hope not. No, oh, well, it's coming, pal. It's coming. That's no, why I think. No. That's why I think BCC are winning here. Uh, unsanctioned match, Adam Cole, Chris Jericho. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm actually looking forward to this. The feud has largely been well done. I'm not the biggest Jericho fan at this point. I know you aren't. Um, the Starks feud did not help Starks at all. Like he, he works with a lot of people that feel worse off than they were previously. I mean, that's just kind of like the tale of his career in the last couple of years. The Jericho appreciation society stuff has sucked. Terrible. Um, Cole is still over. It's given him direction. I think he's got to win. I really do. Um, I don't think there's a point to have Jericho fucking win. I'm seeing here on Wikipedia, and maybe I feel like this could be wrong. It says Sabu will be the special guest referee. Now, Sabu showed up on Wednesday. The Cole's defense, I thought he was just going to be in his corner. Having him as the referee, why? We already had the Mark Briscoe special guest referee. Show. No, it said make... that he was a special enforcer. I saw him on Twitter. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I didn't scroll down enough. It's a special guest enforcer. There we go. Uh, there could be a chance that Jericho paid off Sabu because they both were in ECW together. It's fucking dumb. Uh, I think that would be very dumb. Just have Cole win. There's no reason for this to continue. I could see... Cole has lost an unsanctioned match before. He lost to Orange Cassidy. His first loss in AEW was technically to Orange Cassidy in an unsanctioned match. Uh, I, I just... No thanks. Like, I would rather just have Cole win and move on. I don't know if that's the case. It probably won't be. I'm probably going to disappoint myself here by picking Cole. But I'm going to go out and Cole wins and we can move on, but I'm not too sure that's going to be the case. I think Cole wins. I think he needs to. Uh, Jericho at this point, I'm kind of over him. I, I would have I would have Cole win here. I think he needs the momentum. But, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if Jericho won for some stupid reason. Yeah, I mean, that's just... The Jericho future dragged out longer than they need to. I mean, Ricky Stark shockingly beat Jericho twice in a row. I was stunned by that. Jericho's won matches since then, so I could see him winning here, unfortunately. I just... He probably will now that I think about it. I'll stick with Cole, but I'm thinking, like, that's just... It's it's silly. Just end it here. There's no reason... Also, it's it's ass-backwards booking, right? I mean, when you do the unsanctioned match first and then they build to a regular match, I mean, that's that's typical. WWE has done that too, but it's so dumb. No, I agree. They should not do that shit. Four-way, four-pillars match for the AEW World Championship in the main event, Asterisk? I don't know yeah. if this is... I mean, I, they said it was the main event, but I mean, it doesn't feel like it. The build has not been great. It's been all over the place. I told you a month ago, this was the match they needed to do. The problem is that none of these men feel like a threat at all. At all. At all. And that, that segment on Wednesday did not help whatsoever. Uh, the biggest threat is Darby Allen, and even he's a close second to MJF. Um, MJF, I wish he had a bigger match on this show. I feel like this would have been better on TV, to be perfectly honest with you. 
It just kind of feels like, oh, four pillars. Like, we've mentioned before, Sammy Guevara does not belong in this fucking match. I like Jack Perry. I can kind of see him being in there, but he's not ready yet. Uh, Sammy especially is like, I guess he's a babyface now. I don't give a fuck about Sammy Guevara. Like, his booking's been terrible. He comes off as unlikable anyway. I don't care. Uh, I think it's 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 a 99% chance of an MJF win and a 1% chance they, they shock us with a surprise win for one of the other three guys. I, I don't even see what point that would serve aside from just shocking people for the sake of shocking people. I feel like MJF has to win, and he will win. Would you agree? Yeah, MJF has to win. I mean, like you said, I think he's clearly the alpha dog, and these other guys are just kind of there. I like Darby, but even he doesn't feel ready. Sammy was a bump guy two weeks ago, and I think Jungle Boy's not ready either. So I think it's MJF, LOL. Um, and then from there on, I honestly don't even know what you do with MJF next. I mean, listen, I would like to see MJF and Darby Allen as a one-on-one feud at some point. I think there's untapped potential there. I liked their feud a couple of years ago. I really liked their match at full gear in 2021. I feel like that could be an interesting dynamic one-on-one, but and that could have been the match here, but they had to throw in Perry and Guevara because, oh, four pillars. Like, okay, cool. Um, it's not the same thing as the four horsewomen. Like, that could be in any pay-per-view. These are not four main eventers right now. Maybe they could be. Not right now. Uh, I think MJF wins, though. There are a few challengers on the horizon, though. Adam Cole, you've got uh, a babyface Adam Cole. You have Eddie Kingston much farther down the road, but he's so far removed from AW right now, that's probably not going to happen. You could do Omega and MJF for the first time ever. Adam Page and MJF is also a possibility as well. Um, is there anyone that really stands out to you as being, all right, this is someone I want to see? I mean, Wardlow, too, you can go back to that. If he's not TNT champion, I think. Or maybe he has TNT champion, but probably not. Is there anyone that stands out to you as being, okay, this is someone I would like to see face MJ for the championship next, or not really? Um, I mean, if Adam Cole was, like, booked good, I would say him. I mean, I mean, Wardlow makes a lot of sense, but I don't think he's losing the belt right now. Um, no one really, like, right now really pops up. I, mean, I said Adam Cole would probably be the name, but I just don't think he's going to win, should he win. Um... Uh, that's a good question. Hey, like Miro? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Andrade Alito? Um, yeah, right. I, I would probably just say Darby. Him and Darby with like an actual one-on-one feud I think would be nice. Cole, Wardlow eventually, but that's kind of who comes off the mind right now. Curveball, what if they do MJF in Chicago on collision against CM Punk rematch for the title? Sure. I mean, I'm just saying Punk never got his rematch. I'm not saying Punk should win, but I'm just saying it's an option, right? I, I wouldn't do that, but I'm just saying. Yeah, that's fine. So, Punk's on his way back, by the way. We talked about this before we hit record, but uh, Tony Khan announced that on Dynamite last night, that first collision show, which the grand announcement this week was that they are headed to Chicago for the first show on June 17th. It's a Saturday night at 8 p.m. on TNT. So Punk will be on that show. They have not announced that yet, but they wouldn't be running that building, the United Center. If they didn't think Punk would be there. And maybe something else falls through in the next three weeks. I mean, listen, it's it's CM Punk. Anything can happen. But um, that's the current plan, or at least so it seems. And that's going to do it, Mr. Marceau, for um, Double or Nothing coming up uh, on Sunday night. Our predictions for that show, for Battleground that same night, which we will be at, like I said earlier. And uh, Saudi Arabia's Net of Champions coming up on Saturday afternoon. So a lot of great wrestling coming up. I'm looking forward to seeing you, brother, on Sunday night for Battleground. And we will reconvene again soon for something else but uh, new episodes of the show every single week like I say WrestleRant.com WrestleRantRadio.com iTunes Stitcher Spotify TuneIn Radio iHeartRadio Google Podcast Podbean rate the show review the show subscribe to the show new episodes every single Thursday 
And we'll have a lot to get into, Mr. Marceau. A lot to review here on the show next week. So uh, rest up, enjoy the wrestling, and I'll catch you on Sunday, brother. See you on Sunday, man. All right, adios. See you soon.